You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. We are called to train leaders to disciple the nations. Know more about our call to leadership in our mission series, Uncharted. Listen to this message by Pastor June Escosar. I'm thrilled to be here, excited to uh, share the word with you, especially as we uh, do our annual world mission series. Of course, this is week two. I want to honor all of our pastors again. Thank you really for standing with us because this endeavor we have to reach the world, to impact the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, we cannot do this without their full support. Alam niyo yung missions funds, hindi yan kumukuha ng support from our church funds. Above our tithes and offerings, yung pledges na ginagawa natin, yun yung minamanage natin para purely yung finance natin sa church na binibigyan natin tithes and offerings that purely goes to operational expense ng local church. So above our tithes and offerings, which is the first Sunday of every month, which we also consider a mission Sunday, kaya minsan umiiba-iba yung kulay ng envelopes ninyo, um, to remind you na yung Sunday na yun ay pang mission. And uh, I also want to take this opportunity to thank the, the whole church. Kaya if you have been supporting us, you, if you have been supporting us for the last mission campaign, it doesn't matter what amount, I'm here to say thank you. From, in behalf of all our missionaries, in behalf of all our staff, I just want to personally thank you. And if you are not yet partner, you will have an opportunity at the end of this sir, uh, message to become one. It really doesn't matter how much the amount it is really that we step out in faith and say, Lord, I want to be a part of this. Amen ba? So that's really my encouragement for us today. It might be good for us to once again, just very quickly, bakit ba, why do we put such a high premium on missions in victory? Why is it that we have such a high view of missions? So very quickly, just uh, thoughts well, number one, because the mandate to go and make disciples of all nations has been very loud and clear. Matthew chapter 28 clearly says, Go and make disciples of all nations. We're not just going to the nations that we like. We're not just going to some nations. But we take this mandate very, very seriously. Now, I know that it is quite overwhelming to even think or consider to carry the weight of the whole world, at least we can begin with us in our Asian region. Okay? Now, just to let you also know, how significant ba talaga is Asia? How significant ba talaga is Asia? Asia is so significant because this is one of the largest mission fields in the world. Okay? If you imagine the world, Okay? If the world was a village of 100 people, it would go like this. If you've heard of Oceania, that is Australia and New Zealand, that's only 1% of the whole world. Think about not only uh, North America, as big as United States and even all of Canada, that is only 5% of the whole world. Do you know that? Latin America would be 9% of the world. All of Europe will be only 12% of the world. And the largest continent is Africa, only 13% of the whole world. Guess how big Asia is? 60%. That is why 
We cannot take lightly. Thank you. There you go. Perfect. That's why we cannot take lightly our responsibilities for the Asian region. Nakakahiya naman na Europeans pa or North Americans will have to come to do missions here. God has blessed our church for a reason so that in turn, we too can be a blessing. Minsan, just in case some of you might even think or wonder, why should we even go to the world when, when we have so much needs even in our own country? This is precisely why God gave us a promise in Genesis chapter 12. He said, I will bless you so that you in turn can be a blessing. So in other words, every one of us, if you're a businessman, if you are working, it doesn't matter if you're, right now you're paid very little. I want you to start dreaming big dreams because how could you fulfill your end of the bargain to be a blessing if you are not blessed yourself? In other words, you must have a healthy perspective of God's blessing on your life because this is part of God's covenant to you. He said, I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. So believe God in faith that God could use you to become a blessing. This was the um, one I mentioned to you earlier, the significance of the Asian region. We cannot take our region very lightly because 60% of all the world is Asian. Let me give you a second reason why we believe missions is so important because we have been empowered to become witnesses of the gospel to the ends of the earth. I don't know if you've heard this. If you don't do Acts 1.8, Acts 8.1 will happen to us. Acts 1.8 says we should become witnesses from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria to the ends of the earth. You know, that was the commission given to the church in Jerusalem. You know what happened? They just enjoyed the gospel. They just enjoyed the church, the growth, the fellowship. They forgot their mandate. So Acts 8, 1 happened to them. God sent a persecution against the what? The church to force them, to scatter them throughout Judea and Samaria. Isn't that where God was telling them to go? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to force them out. I hope we will not wait until God forces us out. Do you know that this already happened in our history? Bakit kaya mga Pilipino, they're all over the world? Because that is what I call an economic persecution. We have had the gospel for so long, but we are so reluctant. We have never actively shared the gospel. So see what happened? We are forced to go to Saudi Arabia, to the Middle East, to all countries of the world. Forcing us to share the blessing. In Greek, they call that ekbalod. Pinilit. I hope we will not be forced to do it. We will just volunteer. Amen? And finally, I believe the third reason, nothing probably more personal than this. That Jesus purchased with His very own blood persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Mga kapatid, if you purchase something, it becomes yours. Jesus already purchased men for God. The world, the starting point of missions, this is not just us trying to venture out to the nations. The nations belong to God. All languages belong to God. All peoples belong to God. Amen? So we are just there to reclaim that for our King. Our, this year's mission series is called Uncharted. Ang week one po natin, Lost Cities. 
strategically reaching cities. Bakit ba? Kasi nag-change na po ang mission field landscape ng buong mundo. The landscape of the world has radically changed. Traditional view used to be tribals, jungle people, and all these hidden peoples. While well, that's still important and they still need to be reached, the world is fast becoming urban. In fact, 54% of the world is urban and in the developed or developing countries, 85% is urban. And there are so many countries of the world now that is 100% urban like Singapore. Zero rural, not even 1%. So this is where the world, the landscape, of the mission frontier has now become the mega cities of the world. That is why that makes it very critical. If we want to successfully accomplish the Great Commission, today we are going to look at new heroes. One of the key to successful mission work overseas, cross-cultural work, the key is not just sending the best missionaries, that's important, but it is really how fast and how quality they can raise the local disciples in those places and raise them up to take their cities and their nations for Jesus. Kaya ang stated goal natin to understand the strategic value of reaching cities because the world is fast becoming urban and also empowering local leaders to help reach and disciple their cities, their nations, and the rest of the world. Amen po ba? Alam mo kaya, ito talaga yung ginawa nila Pastor Steve and Deborah when they first came, this was their focus. Si Pastor Steve is in the middle. Alam niyo ba kung nasan ako dyan? Hindi na ma-identify, no? Ayan, katabi ni Pastor Steve, that's me. Unbelievable, ha? If you notice, some of these people, you might recognize them. That's Pastor Manny Muleta. That's Pastor Winston, Pastor Noel, Pastor Ferdy, Pastor Juray. You know, Pastor Manny nandyan. Pastor Jonathan ito. That's me right there in the middle. So, you know, they knew. They were gonna plan a church, but they knew that their responsibility is to raise as many local leaders. That's why when Pastor Steve is asked to do this, to do that, he always makes sure he send one of us. Because he said, my primary calling from God in coming to the Philippines is not just to plant churches, but to raise up local leaders. Kaya ayan po, kasing gwapo ni Pastor Sunny. That is, this is when we were still, wow, I don't know what year this was, but Pastor Luther was... Pastor Steve turned over the senior pastorship of U-Belt to him and Pastor Steve moved on and planted the church in Makati. And then I was the missions director. Pastor Jonathan was like the, the singles professional uh, pastor. Manny Carlos, believe it or not, was the worship leader. So this was the early days. And you know what? After our throwback 30 years later, wow, we are still, oh, so, sorry, 30 years later, we are still serving God in a really, really, a powerful way. Yun. So, ito po yung last 30 years celebration natin. No? We honor the Decada 84. Because, the, you know, that the focus of Pastor Steve, Deborah, and the rest of their team was to raise up local leaders. So, to capture the very essence of what we want to talk about today, let's look at our text. Acts 14, 23 to 24. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church... With prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. 
And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia, and from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when the, they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done uh, with them, and how He had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles, and they remained no little time with the disciples. By, by the way, that last statement, because that's ESV, it actually means that they remained with the disciples for a long time. Okay? Basically, building foundations in their lives. Let me give you a quick context of this passage that I just read to you. This passage is part of Paul's first missionary journey. Okay? Recorded in Acts chapter 13 and Acts chapter 14. This was a groundbreaking mission work which Paul not only preached the gospel and planted churches, but one of the most critical factors that made these churches successful is that he was able to raise local leaders. All of this happened, this first missionary journey, all happened in 12 months or in one year period. So looking at this passage, we, there are three things that we could learn from Paul about raising local leaders. Of course, one is very, very obvious. That is basically, oh, sorry, that is basically Paul's, uh, Paul's commitment to raise local leaders. He is so uncompromising when it comes to this aspect, okay? Just imagine, just within one year, take a look at this, huh? First time Paul and Barnabas went through Antioch. Now, if you look at this map, okay, they were commissioned by the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 13. While the elders and the leaders of the church were praying and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, Set apart me, Barnabas and Paul, for the work I'm about to entrust to them. So they prayed for them and sent them out. So from Antioch, they went to the port city of Seleucia. Ito po yan. Tapos pumunta po sila sa Cyprus, sa Lamis, Papus. Then umakyat po sila sa Perga and then Antioch, Pisidian Antioch, dalawa kasing Antioch, no? Pisidian Antioch, Iconium, Listria, and Derbe. Pula po yung kulay nung first route nila. But then when they reached Derbe, they were gonna go back, retracing their original path. But this time, they were gonna appoint leaders. So I want you to take a look. That first one, the red pattern there, their primary goal was to win converts and form them into churches. And when they reached Derbe, sabi nila, balikan natin. Masasayang, you know, they don't want to uh, lose the momentum of what they have done. He said, it's very critical now that we raise up local leaders. So upon reaching Derbe, they went back the second time. Their goal this time was to install local leaders in those churches to secure the work that they had started. Everywhere Paul went, this was his pattern. He preached the gospel. He planted churches. He raised local leaders. It reminds me of the slogan we have that has defined this movement from 1984. Make disciples, train leaders, plant churches. Yun lang talaga yung ginagawa namin. And that has been the pattern that has sustained us even up to the present. So here's the rationale for why we are reaching local leaders. And there is a direct application for us that are here today, okay? One, syempre, they understand their culture better. 
Kaya ako hindi ako naging insecure nung may mga American missionaries while I have great respect for them. Alam ko rin kasi, mas kilala ko yata yung bansa ko. Amen ba? They love, the missionaries who came here love our nation. That's why they pour, they, they lay down their lives to serve. Pero at the end of the day, man, bansa natin to. Mas kilala natin yung, syempre lalo-lalo na yun, you know, a majority of our nation are religious people. So alam na alam natin pa paano mag-minister sa ganung context. Yun na lang minsan yung tanong na, Christian ka ba? Offensive yun ha? Kasi ang, sa mind ng majority of Catholics, Christian sila, di ba? So even that is a wrong question. So sometimes there is a way of, of, of showing if truly, for example, tatanong mo, si Jesus ba Panginoon ng buhay mo? Yun mas magandang tanong yun. Kaya effective yung four spiritual laws na booklet kasi pinapakita, sino ba nakaupo sa trono ng buhay mo? Si Lord Bao, ikaw. So it, it, it bypass religiosity. It gets right into the very heart of the issue of lordship. ba? So they understand their culture better. Number two, they can preach the gospel in their language. That is big deal yan. You know, it, hindi naman na hindi kaya ng missionary mag-learn a language, but it will take years. But even if they learn the language, medyo mga conversation lang, it will take many more years to unpack the meaning. ba? May mga expression tayo na mabigat sa meaning. ba? Third, no one can more effectively reach a nation than the local people themselves. Why? This is home to them. This is where their families live. This is where their fra- friends live. This is their turf. That's why tama lang talaga dapat na sila ang nagdi-reach ng country nila. D, they have a sense of ownership and burden over their own people and nation. We don't really know the situation of missionaries changes. May sakit yung nanay, kaya even though mahal-mahal niya yung nation, he has to leave. He has to go back. Siyempre, alam niya yung priorities niya, di ba? So, at the end of the day, we are the ones that are left behind. That's why the locals are the one that has to take ownership of reaching the rest of their nation. And if a church is dependent on a foreign leader, when the leader had to suddenly leave for whatever reasons, minsan, visa issues, immigration changes, laws, policies, or emergency, the church could even close down if we are not uh, deliberate in raising leaders. Second, Paul had a strategy for raising local leaders. Meron siyang klarong strategy. Local leaders, for example, came from disciples. He didn't just appoint just anybody. In fact, if you look in Acts 14.21, when they had preached the gospel to that city, it says, they, and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch. In verse 23, that's where it says, then they appointed elders. So before that, they were able to really build disciples. Leaders come from disciples. Alam niyo ba yung sinend out natin kanina dito, 10 days? Now, you cannot go unless you are a small group leader. So we are only sending the best. We are sending not only disciples, but disciple makers. So that they could really be a blessing to the nation. Second, local leaders were raised and appointed in a short period of time. This whole missionary journey of Paul visiting about eight cities all happened in one year. And in that period, they were able to raise leaders. 
Alam nyo, always, we always commission our missionaries. The moment you get in there, even if you're planning to stay 5 years, 10 years, you better be quick. You have to find locals and raise them up just in case we will be kicked out. The church will not close down because now the locals can take the work. They can do prayer meetings, Bible studies. They can encourage one another and the work can flourish. That's what happened to China, alam nyo ba? When the government kicked out all the missionaries, they thought, and then it was all blacked out. They thought the church in China died, but it was the locals that they discipled that actually kept the work alive. And by the time China opens, they were shocked to find out there are 12 million Christians already in China. Before that, before that, siguro mga 600,000 lang. Sobrang growth. Because the key is really the local people. They did not necessarily require a degree. Alam nyo ba? Kaya kayong gamitin ni Lord kahit wala kayong degree? It reminds me of Acts 4.13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished and they recognized that this man had been with Jesus. Pwede tayong lahat gamitin ni Lord. Amen ba? So katulad nila, ginamit sila. They... You don't need a degree to serve God. Fourth, fourthly, they did not necessarily require full spiritual maturity. The myth that God can only use you when you are mature is wrong. Sometimes the best way to mature is just to serve. Just to give yourselves. And then that's how you become mature in the Lord. Missionaries did not appoint themselves as permanent leaders. They see themselves as leading to leave. Kasi, listen, when missionaries decide that they will be the permanent leaders, they will become, mis- they themselves, they're supposed to go to be a blessing, but they become the hindrance. Because our goal is to empower locals. Imagine if Pastor Steve did not do this. If he was some kind of an insecure leader who just wants to be the center of attraction, call victory Steve's church. It will be his church. Maybe he can grow the church to multiple thousands of people, but we will not have many, many churches because only a very secure leader will empower others to lead and to trust them. Amen? We would not have the churches we have all over the Philippines if he was only thinking about himself and his ministry. John 14, 12 reminds me of Jesus. Isn't this that Jesus embodied this? Jesus knew he would only three years since, since the birth of his ministry. He only had three years. He would die on the cross. That's why Jesus was never tempted to minister to the crowds. He would always leave the crowd and pour his life on the twelve. Why? He knew everything hinges on these twelve. Sinabi niya, Truly I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than this he will do because I'm going to the Father. He said, look, I'm preparing you. It is to your advantage that I actually go away. Because pag umalis na ako, kayo na ang gagawa. At lahat ng ginawa ko, kayo niyong gawin. You can also do everything I do. And not only that, greater things will you do. Because God, His goal, remember the word there, is that I am going to the Father. He was leaving. So therefore, he last he lead to leave. That was Jesus' pattern. Then they turned the work over to the locals, which is why Paul spoke to Titus. This is why I left you in Crete, so that you might put what remained into order and appoint elders 
and every town as I have as I have directed you. So, I love the way the Message Bible captivates or captures the very essence of this. It says, I love, I love the way it's rendered here. After proclaiming the message in Derbe and establishing a strong core of disciples, they retraced their steps to Lystra, then Iconium, and then Antioch, putting muscle, wow, and sinew in the lives of the disciples. Oh no, may mga muscles ba tayo dyan? Ah, kailangan din spiritual muscles, di ba? Then in verse 23, it said, Paul and Barnabas handpicked leaders in each church. After praying, they presented these new leaders to the master to whom they had entrusted their very lives. Mga kapatid, this is, the, this is nothing new. This is the exact same pattern that we have done. And I'm happy to announce to you that this has been happening in the nations that we are reaching and counting. Alam nyo ba itong hub story? You know, this is a communist country. Hindi na matago yung mga motorcycles. We cannot hide anymore the motorcycles. Even though it's a private villa, people are wondering why there are mo- many motorcycles. So that really puts us in a dangerous place. It puts the house of the pastor in danger because that's where we meet. So they decided they were going to find a place, food, music, Wi-Fi. So even though it's full of motorbikes, loud music, praise and worship, the police just keeps passing because they thought, oh, good business. <laughs> but that's where the church is happening. Very creative. So this is what's the inside of the church. In, and this, these are all led. Worship is led by locals. Uh, it's been amazing. And uh, this girl right here that I encircled just recently graduated from the School of World Mission. Top-notch, world-class leader. I believe the church will really be really blessed. And so this is our humble beginnings. It used to just meet in the house right there. And now the local leadership has taken over and they are running the church. Come on, give the Lord a big hand for that. Here's another one we have. So no more missionaries, purely led by local Slovatian, China. I, do, I cannot tell you, this is the largest continent, one billion people. This is like uh, one-seventh of the world's entire population. Today, I'm happy to tell you that the ones I put, in, I highlight in circles, are the five apostolic leaders of all of China. We have ten churches in the major cities, not in the countryside. All the revival you hear in China are all countryside revivals. But our churches are in the cities. Now, they are purely led by local Chinese leaders, very brilliant young leaders. And you know who started it all? Right there, the Filipino missionary, Pastor Gio, who is now our pastor in Macau. Come on, give the Lord a hand for that. Grabe, 10 cities today. Of course, the other one that came also is Pastor Casey Liu of Taiwan. He took over from Pastor Gio and helped the work. But it all started right here with this man, Pastor Jackie. Ten days. Umuulan po sa waiting shed. They just hear the, 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 the team talking in English and said, English? English? So they invited him to the meeting. Little did he know he will get saved and little did he know he will not only become a pastor, he will become the apostolic leader of all of China. Wow. And that man there, see John at the back, is the pastor of the largest urban church in China. Grabe. An executive, a very young executive businessman that God is using mightily. They have five churches just in the area. Come on, give the Lord a hand for that also. 
And finally here, Paul experienced leadership development firsthand. One of the things we've learned, the reason why Paul is so passionate about leadership development is because he experienced it himself. Paul was so trusting of others because Barnabas, who discipled and trained Paul in Acts 9, was so trusting of him even when he was just a new believer himself. Just a few days after Paul encountered Jesus, look at the commentary of the book of Acts about him. Acts 9.20, and immediately, few days old, Christiana, he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogue saying, He is the Son of God. This is ESV. Some version of the Bible says, He preached the gospel. Just a few days. And then in Acts 9.28, so he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. This reminds me also of many underground church pastors. Many of them are not educated. Grabe. Pasta one chapter ahead lang sila. Banat lang sila ng banat. And you know when I had a chance to meet with some of these underground pastors, nakakahambol. Kasi they go around introducing themselves. You know from one, Hello, I'm... You know, Pastor, ganito, ganyan. Uh, my church is 8 million, uh, 6 million. Pagdating dun sa mga 600,000, I'm so sorry, my church is really small, 600,000 only, and 300,000 only. Talagang ganun na. And yet, they're very, very humble, very, very simple people. And yet, God used them mightily because again, they were empowered to do the work of the ministry. This is a young man, Tom, third year, a bi- biology student in National University of East Timor. Uh, this is a guy right here who, uh, whose life is messed up, v- doing very poorly in school, and then met the 10-day team. Uh, they shared God's love to them. Short, g- he got saved, gave his life to Jesus. Now he's so on fire for God. He's so, uh, what you call this, so emboldened to share the one-to-one. In fact, he translated one-to-one to, uh, to the Timorese language. And now he is part uh, part. Uh, Part-time, uh, every nation, Timor-Leste staff. And not only that, he's also preaching. He is only a two-year-old Christian. He's now preaching in our church. Because again, we are a very empowering culture. Sure, there's a risk involved in turning leadership to the locals. This is what stopped many from, from letting these young leaders do the work of the ministry. Traditional practice would say it's dangerous to appoint young leaders to positions of leadership in church. But Paul's practice is to empower local leaders, trust the Holy Spirit to work through them. The bigger mistake today is waiting too long to develop local leaders. In fact, in victory, we have an an empowering culture where we believe so much in raising leaders that we are not worried even if our young leaders make mistakes. Amen? We would rather that a young leader make a mistake doing something to advance God's kingdom than not doing mistake because he is not doing anything. It's the only way to grow, to mature is by making those mistakes sometimes. So I'll just like to close with this just last two slides, guys. Where are we? All this blue is where we are in Asia, 60% of the world. We have just been faithfully reaching cities and raising local leaders. And this is where we are in Asia. We are in 25 nations in 135 cities. In the Middle East, we are in 9 nations in 18 cities. In Central Asia, we are in 3 countries. In Oceania, we are in 4 countries and 4 cities. So total, 41 out of 60. We are 2 thirds there, 41, and we have 1 third to go 
20 and 90 na lang po natitira. Amen po ba? So ano yung strategy natin? What's our plan? This is our plan. To target three countries every year. And so far, we are on the dot. We already uh, reached Timor-Leste. We have launched the work in Pakistan. It's still ongoing church plants. We have now started the work in Tibet. So the rest of this year is Egypt, Kazakhstan. 2015, we were ahead of schedule. We have already started the work in Oman. But we've added another one, Fiji, which we will start next year. So guys, in short, by next year, limang nation na naman maad sa atin. Come on, give the Lord a big hand for that. So this is where it looks like. Right now, more blues will be added. Okay, Egypt, beside Libya, and then that, the biggest stan nation, that's Kazakhstan, that Turkmenistan, just above Iran and Afghanistan, Papua New Guinea, the other half of Indonesia, and then Fiji Island, where you cannot see, it's only a small dot. So guys, this is where we are giving our resources. I hope, how do you get involved? Again, very simply, you can pray, you can give, you can go. There are other ways you could get involved. Send, mobilize, adopt, or host. But I would like to end here, and I would like to turn this over to Pastor Sunny again, to just to give us the, the opportunity to be involved in this year's campaign. I really want to challenge you From the bottom of my heart, if you're not yet a partner, start today. Amen? Can, can, we, just, uh, can we just bow our heads? And I just, let me just, just quickly pray for you, Father. Thank you for this church. Thank you for their generosity. Thank you for their sacrificial giving. Thank you for their involvement. This is not just the work and accomplishments of a few of us. This is all of us as a church, as a body, together here in the Philippines. May you use each one of them to be channels of your blessing to bless the nations of the world. In Jesus' name, and everyone say, Amen. Amen. Once the Lord, give the Lord praise. The first, time, the first time I had experience to go out for a short-term mission, I said, you know, before, before that happened, I was already a pastor for 16 years. And so the first time I experienced, I said, ito yung kulang. You know, I, I thought ministry is just, you know, what I've been doing before. But the first time we went out, I, you know, my wife is, uh, was with me that time. Nasa Myanmar kami, that was 2004 and 2005. You know, and nung naranasan namin, I said, wow, this is, this is really awesome. Kasi sabi ko nga, dito, we experience so much freedom. You know, we love to praise and worship. We can shout. We can just preach anywhere, everywhere, anytime. But when we had an experience of, of what it is to start a work, especially among restricted nations, trust me, you would start to appreciate and you can help yourself but cry and really thank God, Lord, thank you. Sa Pilipinas, napakamalaya namin na i-express ang aming pagsamba sa iyo. You know, and that's also how I appreciate yung ating mga missionaries. They have laid down their lives for the cause of the kingdom. We hope you were inspired by that message. Don't forget to get your copy of Victory Worship's first live album entitled Radical Love on iTunes and CD format. For more updates, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And download the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.